This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Investigators and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is The Lesser Isle. It was written by David Gasway, who is also our keeper of arcane lore. And this is episode four. Our recap will be given by Tyler Hudak as his character, Roland Cartwright. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Tyler? People think cartography is just drawing. It's boring. They don't know what it's really like. Take this job, for instance. I was brought here to map out the ruins that were being excavated, one day's work at most. Then we discovered underground caves, man-made caves at that, created thousands of years before they were supposed to be, and I get to map them. The tunnel we entered broke off to the south, east, and west. We initially started down the eastern passage as the western one was partially collapsed. This took us under the Neveta, where we could barely see the hole into it, uh, but it was 12 feet up. Unless Fisher's blue man is on stilts, well, I I'm not sure what to think. The Eastern Passage went on a little while longer, but we turned around when it got too cramped. Blackwell was concerned about some shots he heard from the main camp. It turns out some locals were watching the camp and Hugh got a little jumpy. Fortunately, the local priest came in and invited us to a festival in their town in two days. I'm looking forward to that, actually. But we all got a little impatient waiting for him. And by we, I mean Meisner. So we decided to explore the Southern Passage a bit. We traveled some until we came to a large room with an egg-shaped crater. Meisner and the others were, were quite excited by this, especially when they found a large basalt block in the center with Phoenician writing on it. According to them, this stone should not be here as the Phoenicians were not even known to, come, to have come to Menorca. After some explore, exploration of the egg room, a rope ladder was fashioned for us to climb up the other side, and we continued down the tunnel. The smell of this cave started to change. I'll admit I'm not used to being underground for this long, and it's become a little unnerving. Even more so when we reached the small gully in the cave and found pieces of metal. Pieces, the pieces of metal included spear tips, Roman coins, bowls, and most disturbingly, the pocket watch of Kleinschmidt, one of the missing party members. I fear we may not be alone down here, and it may have been a mistake to come so far without our security. Thank you, Mr. Cartwright. Uh, so that is where we find ourselves as we open. Uh, the linguist, Dr. Alvarado, has uh, inspected an, an ancient Roman coin, but on the opposite end from that is uh, Kleinschmidt's pocket watch. Um, and the pool of mostly metallic objects is substantial, uh, and the cave carries on. Between exploring the cave that you went on to the west and this journey to the south, you're well into the evening, late afternoon or evening. 
uh, and no one at the cave base camp, as it were, or above ground knows what thing where things are at. And Professor Meisner has been injured. So it seems reasonable to have a conversation about how to proceed. How or whether to proceed, that is. Well, I think that it's quite important that we take Meisner back. I mean, we can always come back in the morning. I agree. And if Roland feels like he has a good kind of mental map of how we got here, I think we should just go back to camp. And if Kleinschmidt has fallen in here or wandered off in here, uh, either he's dead or, uh, you know, he's so lost it's going to take us weeks to find him. But to that point, you know, this is obviously his uh, pocket watch. We had to construct a ladder to get up to here. So unless he found a side passage that we missed, how did that? I don't understand how that got here. This looks like a trash pile, doesn't it? Like everything shiny is just been thrown out here. Everything we think is valuable, which means the blue people that live under here must have a wildly different world. Maybe they value stone. This is terribly exciting, of course. Dr. Alvarado, how do you feel about sacrificing one of your sandwiches and we just kind of leave it at the edge of the pit? See if it disappears tomorrow? Exactly. And then they'll be, you know, it's maybe they'll think, oh, these these folks bring food. It's an offering. They won't hide. Yes, of course. Uh, I'll do that. But uh, you just said something that sort of stirs a, an idea in me. And I, I sort of stand back and see how these things are arranged, these objects in this area. Does it look like, you know, rats and crows and things will collect shiny objects and leave them in their nest? Is this some sort of a rock nest wherein shiny things have been left by whatever you say the blue man, we'll call it the blue man, has left um. them? What, how's your uh, natural world skill? Oh, natural world is just a 10. Right. I, and I assume you're sort of speculating about this out loud? Well, I, like I say, crows and rats come to mind with shiny things. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's probably common knowledge to most people. Yeah, you're saying that out loud. I think a group idea role is is reasonable to, while you're considering the situation. Also, um, Dr. Alvarado, uh, the you picked up a coin. Did you put it back already? Uh, no, I couldn't quite make Dean's signature out. I was hoping to examine it when we get back to the tent. It's it's not. It's shiny, but it's not clean. Right. It's slightly slimy. Oh, I see. So it's got, uh, you know, mold or lichens or something Some, growing. Something it's been like here growing on it. Yeah. I have, <clears throat> I have 40 natural world. Mm. Do you want to roll? Sure, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So I, I want to take it back and clean it. Yeah, regular pass, 33. So uh, what 
Well, you understand what Dr. Alvarado was thinking about in terms of caching precious objects. This reminds you more of, not specifically, but broadly, it's something like an owl pellet. This looks like it, it doesn't, it isn't organized. It doesn't look precious. It looks like that which wasn't eaten or that which wasn't of use or as, as, as uh, Fisher suggested, you know, that which was tossed away as not valuable to somebody, but it's just its own. It's just a, it's just, this is this stuff. We don't, this is not of use to me or us or that sort of thing. But it's collectively in this area. Yeah. This, this Rather scattered, it's, it's dumped. It's like a, it's, it's sort of a midden, which is, you know, Althwaite in particular, you're, right. you're familiar it's, with the idea of like, this is, a, this is a trash pile, but it's an ancient trash pile and therefore interesting. Except it isn't totally ancient because the watch is much right. The words <clears throat> undigestible come to mind. Uh, discarded. So this might here be um, the place where the animal stops as it's rending and tearing. Do we see any stains, dark stains on the ground? I guess if there's some moisture, everything is dark, but. Does, do we see splashes of what could have been blood? Uh, there are not splashes of, of blood, dry or fresh. Uh, and actually, Dr. Alvarado, um, the your fingers where you touched the where you picked up the coin uh -huh. are, are they're a little bit itchy and red. It's a little mm -hmm. uncomfortable. I will uh, pull out a handkerchief and uh, place the coin into it, you know, and uh, fold it up and put it in my pocket. And then I don't know, try to wipe this like an acid, corrosive. Yeah. Uh, do any of you have medical? I don't know who I would think of. Maybe, maybe Spencer. He's he's security, so he might. I see. What I have decent think? first aid. I do okay. have decent first aid. Then, then Lillian, Lillian, what do you make of this? Is this some sort of uh, acid? I think Elihu was suggesting that this might have been where things were dropped or undigested. Could this have been passed through a system, eaten and then pooped out? With your successful role, Lillian, um, you, it looks, uh, I mean, a lot of irritations look the same, right? To the flesh, right. like right. an acid or heat or excessive cold, all kind of make your tissue yeah. inflamed. I'll, uh, right. I'll definitely take some of my canteen water and, mm -hmm. and wash it off. Maybe it was regurgitated and had stomach acid of some sort on it. Is that same thing on the the uh, pocket watch? Did anybody pick up the pocket watch? No, I don't remember anybody touching it. Let's, uh, let's grab a, a pen and 
see if we can scoop it up by a chain or something. Yeah, the chain is intact. Uh, the watch is stopped, um, and the glass is broken. But it might work if it's wound. It's not. It's mm. just not ticking. Is there a I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab a hold of it <laughs> with your hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a little slimy. It's a little mucilaginous. Uh, well, who could swallow a pocket watch? I mean, a sloth. But yeah, no. <laughs> that's I mean, a, I, quite I a never. A, a human could do it. It would just get lodged or be quite. Under, uh, but you said the thing has no mouth. The, the thing in the photograph. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, the then I don't. I'm extra glad I'm not touching it at the moment because the mind shudders. I I say we go back and ponder these things. Um, yes, and maybe not return until we have Mr. Blackwell and his handy gun. If if we were doing archaeology and came down here with that in mind, do we have anything? I don't know how they did it back when, but do they have like anything with the little numbered tags so that we can collect the artifacts, record them, and just leave the tag where they were? Yeah, absolutely. The 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 tradition going well back is to yeah, put a piece of paper with a ink written number or a letter or whatever other system people are using because it's not a science going back next to things and and then well, yeah, they photograph them so that you can refer to where they were. With the professor's permission, and he's hurt. Uh I think that we should it's take just some my of arm. these. I'm hardly a cripple. Professor, I think we should take some of these objects back. We'll leave the marks where they were found, but uh, the coin intrigues me. And uh... yeah, well, it, there's no structure to this. It doesn't show us striations of history. I... Right. All right. Take a shovel in it, as far as I care. Also, of course, uh, the American should take a couple of snapshots before mm -hmm. we do anything. Uh, happy to do that, of course. Yeah. So with that in mind, then I collect some of the other things and mark them. And can't, I'm not touching them with my hands. I'm putting them in the folds of a handkerchief. Uh, Mr. Althwaite, um, you've turned, I assume you've examined the watch a little bit. Sure, yeah, I would have been looking for like teeth marks or something. <clears throat> uh, it is... The the surface, you know, so the, it's a pocket watch with a you know a cover that opens and closes. The cover is open. The watch is not moving. The glass is cracked. The chain uh, is also intact. It's a little bit slimy and viscous on the surface. It's not a thick. It's not like you're reaching into a soup. It's like everything has a sheen on it. Say. Uh, there is a there is an inscription, a short inscription in German and a date on the back. Uh, and you don't do you speak German? I, I do. I can read the German. There's not a big there's not a bit. There's a date in the 19th century and the name Kleinschmidt is on it. It's it's clearly the professor correctly identified it. Only well, Spanish. You, yeah, you say the crystal was broken. Uh, the, the the glass case. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
what and the watch is not functioning what time was it stopped on uh either 11 well 11 20 I you know so at 11 20 in the afternoon hour. or 11 20 in the morning or it's not a 24 uh, hour timepiece right no way to tell whether it's morning or evening but what time did uh Kleinschmidt disappear it was during the evening right uh, I know how we could tell this is unwound correct mm-hmm. oh wait no never mind that wouldn't work uh I Meister is the only person who was around for his disappearance and his answer to your question is I, he was he was missing we don't well when did he he didn't disappear he wasn't where he was supposed to be that's all why do you let's let's assume then that he that this happened to him at 11 30 around 11 30 at night here all right shall we shall we return well here's my issue with uh your theory that it happened at 11 30 it could have just been broken and then unwound on its own because it looks like it's still working well okay that's that's that oh so it is completely unwound that is correct it could have just been running all this time uh it wouldn't last more than a day or two how often do you have to I don't know how long those to keep proper are. time you have to do it every 12 hours ideally certainly yeah. if you leave it for 36 it's going to be slow before it stops so it's even harder to tell right if it was smashed with a hammer that would be the time it was smashed at but since it's just cracked as if it were dropped from a height uh, okay it's not. so so much for my agatha christie uh deductions <laughs> If you don't mind, I'll take that sandwich now, and uh, maybe this will be a little cheeky, but since we think this might be stomach acid, I'll uh, feel around in my pocket for a coin and just slip it uh, in amongst the lettuce and bologna, or whatever it is. Yeah, not lettuce. We're talking about canned cheese and canned meat. Oh, so it makes kind of a squelch noise as it just lodges in there. Absolutely. Well, there. We'll see if we find this coin and it has the sheen of acid that they probably, you know, spat it out. And after this much deliberation, Elihu, your hand is responding angrily to the content, the the material that you touched. Yeah, or the rest of my canteen of water over it. Yeah, I, I think if nothing else, we need to get you both back just to get a salve or something and lick that on it. Does it did it have any smell? Did it have an acrid smell? It smells uh I mean you're smelling the metal as much as you're right. smelling what's on it. This whole area smells not unlike blood and seawater. Because okay. you know, you're in this slightly dank cave system and you've got this pile of different metals i i might oddly enough hazard a very slight touch to the tongue to see if it's got a really strong acid you know like uh does it taste like lemons or vinegar or is it It, quite quite sharp 
it doesn't it doesn't um sting it would be hard to tell a sting whether it was acid or base right but it, it burns okay it's actually very unpleasant that's okay well i just barely it's did like it, so yeah you went eh, and it's like the like the schoolboy who licked the frozen pole um, you're totally, you know shoots back in your mouth autonomically because it's doesn't isn't good and you've got a patch that's injured it's very strong um we should get back and wash the sauce now i'm going to wash my mouth out with uh water didn't you just give Oathweight the last of your oh, water both give me your water <laughs> take a swig of his water and swirl it around and spit it out what's the worst that could happen uh now meister is saying it's you know he's tapping his own wristwatch and he's saying we have hours yet, and it's always dark here anyway. We should go onward and see what there is to see. We have well, Meisner, to explore. There might be multiple branches. Meissner, what about the saboteurs up top? Do you left a guard, yes? Ooh. Did we not leave someone we can trust? Oh, those students. I think we need to bring that guard here with us. The master, shots. Meister, you're, you're injured. The, yeah, the, so maybe if we walk a little while, I can rest. And my arm won't feel so hurt because you drop me like a clown. You. <clears throat> he does the, have a um, point. We could go a little further. But by your logic, if the ones that we left up above are not the saboteurs, that would mean that potentially somebody in the cave system is the saboteur. Yeah, but you don't think the primitive moron villagers are the ones who cause us all this trouble? This is why I almost shoot you dead, because anyone can be the one. I'm surrounded by incompetence and enemies. Your words are very persuasive. I really, it, you you make a good point, Professor. But, but there will come a danger... Oh, well, there will come a time when fatigue and danger outweighs. Uh, we can come back tomorrow. But yeah. if you wish to go on farther, let's say for one more hour. But then we need to rest. What could possibly not wait until tomorrow? Until the we've professor. all rested. The and, professor can't wait. And, and Fisher, aren't you out of film to document the professor's Great discovery. Yes, yes, I am. How could you be such incompetence that you wouldn't bring enough film? Uh, oh, I was taking hours. so many good pictures of you dynamically looking at the Phoenician text. Don't you want to translate that, Professor? Oh, I do need a book to translate. I yeah. do need to translate the text. Yeah, I can work on that tonight. But you don't want to go a little bit more? Just, Just a little bit then. A little more couldn't hurt. Yes. <laughs> Half an hour. Then we enablers, all of you. I mean, you might as well do 45 <laughs> minutes if you're going to do a half an hour. It's all the same day down here. There's no day or night. We can go until we run out of food. Or we fall and break a neck because, as Dr. Alvarado pointed out, we push ourselves to the point where we make stupid decisions. How long are our batteries going to last at this point? Good point. 
Spare batteries. We are running out of lamplight. Three pounds. Professor, tomorrow we won't need to explore all of this again. We simply come right here and go. We'll have all day. There's something missing. There's something more we have to find. And I'm sure we will tomorrow. Everyone needs rest. You're a very intelligent man. I'm sure you understand that. Besides, I'd like to know what this says. Phoenician takes a while to uh, translate. What's missing? I don't. If only I knew what was missing. I I have worked so hard. Something is still not. And he deflates a little bit. You know, he hasn't had any coffee since the three coffees he had before. Um, And his arm does hurt. Uh, If. If if he will permit a vote among the party. Whether you carry on for a little while or return immediately. We need to return. But return. I would well, not be opposed to a little while longer, but yes, we should return. You give an inch, Alvarado, and he's going to take the mile, and you and know it. Don't try to subjugate my folks. <laughs> <laughs> I vote we return as well because I'm out of Ilum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is the only reason. Come, I... let's let's go and we can do, we can work on this together. We can find out what is on the stone. Oh. Uh, I acquiesce. So we'll go back. Let's not be slow about it. I could use some more coffee. Uh, any so we've got the, the the watch and the coin. Coin. Any other exploration of the matter? What, what other objects were there that we saw? There are there are there are other coins. There are sort of um, there are spear tips. There are these partial daggers. There are uh, cups, bowls, plates, um, probably buttons, uh, some odds and ends that you might want to look at more closely to figure out what they are or where they came from. It's the spear most tips are the spear tips are iron. Uh there is there is iron. Uh, there's there are other material other metals as well. I'll bring one iron tip that I can't immediately identify as Greek mm-hmm. or Roman or anything like that. But all once uh, again all wrapped up. Anybody else want an Want a souvenir? I wouldn't hate a button. Yeah, I after the picture's taken, I'm feeling pretty confident. Could I grab the newest looking button? I have a a hunch. I mean, new is hard because everything's shiny. Okay. Um, And I assume you're going to do something like stick a pencil in and use a handkerchief, given that. Yes, I'm good at not touching these. Okay, so you're getting a button. Uh, sorry, you said something else, Alvarado? No. I'll take a bowl. Okay. 
And you're going to grab it again and rub it on your face and then lick it? <laughs> no, I will. Once been, twice shy. I'll use my uh, sleeve to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, you have, a, you have handkerchiefs, you have sacks, you have things for... These objects all consistently have that same mucilage. Everything, everything is everything is a little bit slimy with something. I wonder if it could be the air in here that's that just deposited moisture with the lime and the, the rock. I think I think Fisher, Outhwaite, and Dupree can all roll uh, for knowledge on that question as the, as the more scientific. Oh. We could also ask Miss uh, Miss Ash to the geologist. Ash is Ash is back in the yeah at the base. I'm afraid we need to bring her. Oh eight. Okay. Uh, Engineer Dupree thinks that it is not out of the question that, given that there this is mostly limestone, but there are other stones involved, and that although this is mostly a dry atmosphere, there is definitely some. Uh, moisture, moisture moving through stones over time, and given the fact that this is a pile of metal, there could be a completely natural uh, chemical reaction. Chemical reaction that's causing these things to be nasty to touch. Uh, it's not. It's not unreasonable. Although you, there would need to be like a little more fluid than the caves in general have, but this is a pocket, like there could be, you know, channels move through. There could be even a plant, you know, 30 feet above whose roots were, had an enzyme in them that was being leached down through the, through the stone. And then now to counter that, <laughs> that I've said it, there wouldn't be, there would be so much less on the pocket watch than there would be on the coin because the coin would have been here for a long time. And the pocket watch only a few days. Well, I mean, so, if you think of a wishing well, you drop something into it, it gets just as wet as the thing that was that's there. That's true. That's true. But the problem is the pocket watch had to get there. So we're chicken and egging a little bit. It's, it's, right. it's odd. So the, the party decides to move back. Yes. That's the, that's the, that's the vote. Kleinschmidt acquiesces. Uh, mean upstairs. Meisner. Uh, what did I say? Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt. Oh, Kleinschmidt is acquiescing. <laughs> in your oh, good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kleinschmidt pops up. Oh, so good to meet you. Um, <laughs> Meisner acquiesces. Uh, Spencer Blackwell is probably at this point pacing the top of the Taliot. Like, uh, why are they coming back? How long have they been down there? Uh, you're just how are you doing? An anxiety attack, it's, right? It's, you're, you're, we're getting we're getting into again. It's a long twilight, and not a dark dusk, but they've been gone again for a few hours on this second trip. Um, I assume you've gone in at least to the base camp to ask about things. Oh, certainly, just to see if any of them have returned, etc. And keeping a constant eye out for um, any overly overtly curious uh, townsfolk. Yeah, uh, after after the priest left, nothing of note 
occurred. We probably the 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 graduate students put on some coffee because they're pretty bored. Um, if you if you go in, you know, uh, Anders will be a little agitated that the second group took Meissner and they weren't tied together and they were they seemed like they were getting a little protocol light. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I've been shipping tiny bits of stone off and, you know, things are quiet. You know, it, you can't, seems like you can't really argue with Meissner. It seems like a difficult, uh, difficult customer to get along with. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm going to return or jump down to the tally out and just see where the, where they are. If there's been any reports, um, I apologize. I've forgotten the gentleman's name, but it's the second in command to Meissner. Um, the missing clenchman. You mean Anders? Anders. Thank you. Anders. Yes, Anders. Yeah. Anders. Um, you said he was still waiting downstairs at sort of that central chamber. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I just shout down? Will that work, or is that something that uh, I'd you have can to go, go down from the from the center of the Taliot outside? You can yell down the tunnel, and he'll hear you for sure. Okay, I'm definitely gonna yell down and see if he's had any kind of status update on whether or not you know he's seen hide nor hair of the group. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, they've been gone for a bit. No sign of crisis, but they're. Taking their time. And that's when the next uh, Tembler hits. Oh, boy. There's uh, uh, a sound for those of you in the tunnel like something very heavy hitting something very hard not very far away. So it doesn't go rumble, 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 rumble. It goes honk, rumble. And uh, those of you in the tunnel and without will need to pass deck rolls again, not to have a, a little bit of a tumble yourself. Oh boy. Uh oh no. Uh I I've rolled at ninety-nine. Okay. And I'm standing at the edge of the hole on top of this teleot. Well you're luckily it's within the teleot. You still need to make it you still need to roll dodge now. Okay. <laughs> Significantly better. Uh, I got a twelve on that one. <laughs> okay. So you have a better idea now of how the pile of scree that obscured the tunnel was formed because as the ground shakes you look up in time to see a bunch of tiny bits from quite a height and some not so tiny bits about to rain down on you and you throw yourself out of the way sandy and grassy gravelly in here so you can throw yourself out of the way without trouble and there is 
a, a tumble of rock. It doesn't obscure the, the entrance as much as the one that you removed did. Right. Those pieces fell already. But there is a, you know, a good mound, like maybe almost waist high mound of rock that would have hurt had it landed on you near the entrance to that tunnel. Uh, I'm sorry, so Fisher was okay. Alvarado? What uh, What was I rolling? You were rolling decks to see if you fell on your butt or worse. 78. Uh, yeah, I fell on my butt. Um, 78, okay. Yeah, you fell on your butt. No damage. Uh, you Dupree, you, I saw a thumbs up. Yep, I'm good. Cartwright? Rolled a 95 out of 60. Um, I have a sub, uh, uh, can I have a, can you follow that up with a luck roll? Sure. That is a pass. Okay. So you, 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 you stumbled, you slipped again, the cavern's pretty smooth and you you almost plunged your hand into the pile of metal stuff. Because that was the way, you know, because your feet went out from under you that way, but you caught it on the elbow instead, and it, you, you got a, a, a mirror image injury to Meissner, mm. but you're not as frail, so you're not going to take any damage points. You just, you just, you know, you, 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 it hurt. Uh, an athlete, you were good. Okay. So there is the there's this this sort of sudden pounding sound, and again, you're in a cavern. Which is not our normal location. We don't spend most of our time, and so like, is it that it could be an explosion, or it could be like a giant boulder fell somewhere, or it just could be what an earthquake sounds like when you're underground, or like it could be that a giant rock cracked. It's hard to say, but there's the 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 shock wave of sound of something really abrupt. And then this roll and everything shakes and it's enough to unseat some of you. And it, and then the rumbling fades away and you hear like little, like, you know, the, the after, not even an aftershock, but the, just the things that were loosened, the bits of stone from the ceiling that are clicking and, and, and flopping onto the ground. I think we should beat a hasty retreat. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, be careful putting too much weight on the pitons, uh, since they may have shifted. Yeah. Um, as point, the sure. tumbler sort of subsides, uh, I'm going to yell down again for like a status update, see if anybody's injured. Um, you said that the scree that fell wouldn't have blocked access or would not have blocked access. It's 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 only yeah it's 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 I said waist height it's not even that high it's like thigh maybe and it's not it's not it doesn't occlude the entrance it's just a pile of stuff in front of the entrance so you can still see the entrance you can still see the 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 power line the electric lights that are going down and it's still right. lit down there oh that's good okay yeah um, so you called down for a status update and Anders uh, calls back it's like uh. Clear, but uh, one oil lamp broke. We're 
So small fire in the hole, taking care of it. Um, okay. Uh, well, that's a good good sign at least. Um, I'm going to uh, the descent down the hole. Do I? I forgot. Did I need like a, a climb to, check for that? No. To to get okay. from the inside of the telia to the under, underground chamber, you basically have to crawl for a few feet, and then and then you're in it. Thank it's you. Not... Uh, apologies. I need to. I'm going to make a note of that, so I don't have to ask again. <laughs> a lot of little details. Um, uh, and it's so, better than getting cardinal directions 100% wrong. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm going to descend, because if there's a cave-in or something, he's going to need another hand. Um, that Any fire in an enclosed space uh, is just not good. So um, I'm going to yeah. go down and, ass and assist. So when you when you when you, you you know you shuffle in and um there is there's a little there's a bit of a you know there's an unpleasant smoky smell right um and it's probably good it's it's good that a competent engineer was involved in the setup right because you know lamp oil that from a broken lamp lamp could cause a lot of mayhem um and if and if three of them had broken it might have been worse but basically anders and and ash are you know st stamping on a tarp and the the air is smoky but you can see and right. there isn't a, a raging fire and you know it's it's under control Hooray for competent professionals. Yeah. It's nice once uh, in a while. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so I will assist them with the tarp and then ask uh, which which tunnel did they go down? I've still got my rifle with me, but it's over a shoulder. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and, and like Anders has, has put a wet handkerchief over his mouth just because the dust I've seen or whatever it is at the time. Is, right. You don't want to take any more of it in than you have to. Um, but it's already clearing because there's a natural channel out and the ceiling is higher than anybody needs to be, you know, so like it can, the residue is moving upward. Um, and uh, Andrew's like, they went, uh, the, this larger, the, 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 the narrower vertical one through the south, uh, I think it's been two hours 40 uh they, and they didn't they they're not they didn't tie together this time and and maybe other lamps fell over in between here and there so i yeah i, I i'd advise a follow-up oh boy um right um do we are there any flashlights left here at base camp sure uh, I'm going to grab yeah. one of those specifically because it's not full of, you know, volatile fuel. And uh, I'm going to bring that with me instead. Uh, and head off down the tunnel he indicated because, you know, uh, I also would not want to be trapped in a confined space with Meisner. So, And there is a rope line going down there. They're just not tied together or anything. But they did. Got it. We've... You know, they weren't, it wasn't, a, they didn't run off like children. 
They just didn't, they were less nervous on the second tunnel. Uh, Got it. Engineer uh, Dupree, would you roll an engineering for me? Of course. Um, That is a failure, but I can spend the luck. Okay. I'll spend the five luck. Good. Uh, in that case, none of the lamps you left in the on the journey have fallen over likewise they've been you nestled them against the cave wall or some such um so that so that uh spencer doesn't find an impediment as he as he descends or Uh, blazing tunnel fire (laughs) yeah i mean luckily sandstone doesn't burn very well so it would mostly be smoke and you know anxiety but just saying that that chimney effect is uh is not anything to you know <laughs> to, right to and, there are, and there are lamps going in both directions so cool uh let's see so you guys went okay uh so as you go down spencer what you're seeing is carefully laid lamps uh occasionally you see a, a mark on the wall that that Cartwright left, uh, to indicating, you know, he's he's got his tape measure and his compass, and so he's just leaving indications. Um, and you're not here, you know, and you there are there are occasional like chunks of rock mm-hmm. that are on the otherwise pretty smooth you know, rather curved passage. Right. So stuff definitely got loosened up. Right, but you said there's still an, an obvious path to follow. There is to... a, there's a clear channel. Perfect. So I'm going to pursue down and I'm going to occasionally, probably every 60 paces or so, um, call out to see if uh, if I'm able to reach them or if, you know, if they're able to hear me. Right. So let's, so you were just outside the templar happened so you know it's going to be a good 15 minutes from when the rumble occurred until the first time you're in there and calling out so let's go back to our speedlockers and see how far to the surface you have made it um from the from the metallic object pool to the uh chamber of the of the basalt block uh was probably you you make much better time going backward because you've left lamps behind than you did before so uh having recovered yourself from the tremor uh you hustle back there in only five or seven minutes um and then to pre you're gonna check the rigging Mm-hmm. At, at least two of your pitons popped out because they're relatively shallow and um and uh can we say that i took note of the time of the tumbler yes yeah let's yeah. see uh let's say it was 6 20 p.m that that happened okay um, you guys have, you know, definitely extended the day past what you originally intended, but once you start getting excited, 
you know. And when, when you've got a crazy academic man, things, you know, and, a, and an eager photographer and relatively few challenge, serious challenges, you kind of carry on. Uh, what, in what order are you hustling back up the cave channel? Is there any I'd like order? to think I'm going first to kind of check, you know, stability. Yeah. If I've put any climbing equipment, then I'm checking that as I go. Makes that makes sense. I uh I'm a bit sore. I might be following up in the back. Mm -hmm. I'll go second then. I'm feeling great. Are you pretending not to take new photographs because you lied to Meissner? <laughs> It's I'm making note of where I want to take more photographs next time. And it's, it's so different going this way. You it's know, a you different direction. You could. Yeah. So Roland and Elihu. Yeah, I think Roland would probably be in the back. Uh, he's checking his uh, <coughs> maps and drawings on the way back just to make sure that they're accurate. And so he probably he probably started closer to the front, but you know, as he stops every couple feet to, to look at something, you know, he slowly got to the back. I, I'd probably look over his shoulder as we're walking together. And I'm like, oh, it's very good. Very good illustration. All right. So that'll put Outhwaite right in the middle. That's fine. Oh, hello. Uh, so I'm not going to uh, ask for another engineering role, Lillian. You're, you're, you know where things are at. Um, you, pardon me, hi, uh, you, you hammer in, you, you know, you, 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 you carefully move down the rope that you think is sound. You give some things, you give some tugs, right? That kind of preparation. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to yes. do? Um, just noting any spots that may look unstable due to this movement so that when we come back through. It's, you know, we, we know to avoid or step step left here instead of right, that kind of thing. Right. You shine a light around the cavern looking. And again, the your flashlights are not quite adequate to the height of this chamber. Mm -hmm. But substantial cracks you might be able to spot or right or closer to you, lesser cracks that could be something troubling. And you can mm -hmm. cast your light over the basalt tablet and there isn't debris on it so that you seem you feel pretty good about that okay and so you uh once lillian's got the rigging back together you guys can begin that descent and reascent to the regular chamber sounds good who's, who's minding meisner He's probably up towards the front because he's just angrily marching forward. <laughs> well, I didn't ask where he was. I asked who was minding uh, him. I guess I'm sort of watching him, but from behind, he he's pissed at me. So, But if he lags behind or if he stumbles, I'll immediately grab him. Okay. Uh He's he's a little bit he's a little bit. I mean his his manner is unpleasant in general, so it's hard to 
breed specific sometimes. He definitely isn't happy about reaccessing the normal world. Uh, but he also, he, he has, he's, looks a little confused, you know, and maybe it hurts more than he wants to acknowledge. You know, he's sort of... Mm, Hard to read. Yeah, he's mumbling and cross. And um, when you get to the the chamber of the basalt tablet, he says, he, he comes to himself a little bit. He's been in his own mental space. And then he, and then he looks around and, you know, Dupree's shining lights. And, you know, there's a lantern on the basalt tablet to illuminate the room. And he sort of takes it all in. Uh, and he says, you know, uh, go ahead so you can help me down and don't drop me again. Uh, yes, of course. Could I, this, yeah. could I roll psychology to see if it looks like he's hearing something? You can totally roll psychology and see what you read you get on. Per okay. Oh, no. Um, no, your poor rules, your poor, your, you, you try to read him. It's dark. He's far away. He's, he's weird. Um, you do feel like he's a, you know, an anchor, an unwelcome anchor on a ship that's trying to get ahead. He's just not helping and he's never going to help. Um, uh, everyone uh, down there can roll listen as well. Do I qualify as down there at this point? You are too far away to hear what's going on. That's what I figured. I just wanted to check. Yeah. 100% no. Fine. <laughs> uh, when uh, Alvarado, when you, you're probably about halfway down the little sort of rope spider web and you reach up to, to help Meissner down and he should be sitting on the ledge with his feet dangling over. Uh -huh. His back is to you and his arms are stretched out and he's speaking um, and is ignoring everyone in, in the room. Is he I was, on, oh, go on, I'm sorry. Is he about to fall? Uh, he doesn't appear to be. He doesn't appear to be paying attention to the 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 chamber of the basalt tablet. He appears to be paying attention. I mean, he could. He's not mumbling the way he ha he's been sort of like, and now he's saying something, but it's facing away from you. And, you know, the people behind you are naturally talking a little bit, right. and it's a kind of echoey stone area. I'll uh, move forward, put my hand on his shoulder, and say, Herr Meisner, are you all right? Well, you have to climb up a bit, because he didn't oh. follow you down the rope ladder, the rope thing. Okay. Now, we're climbing up, right? You So you came out... so. You came up the uh, slope from the the chamber of the metals, 
And then where the basalt is, there's a big dip. So you have okay. a, rope, a rope web going down. And actually, probably, engineered debris on the other side, making more of a web on that side, because you could basically need a rope ladder going down and then a web going up to make it easier, but you're going to have to go the other way. So he's at the edge of the channel. He told you to go down to the to the floor so okay. that you could come down, and then he ignored you and turned so he's around. A, he's a, okay. Yeah. So he's above Peter, me. A little bit above your head. Uh, am I snow? Uh, come down. Move your foot. Uh, yeah, he's totally ignoring you. And he's calling out, but it's it's a little cacophonous. Um, Meisner, um, I'll climb back up a little bit, uh, but there's probably not much room to get on either side of him. Not not a lot. Yeah, uh, and he's pretty close to the edge, and he's he's just you know he's he's somewhere else. Who else he, is down where? Or below me, or uh, Fisher, Outhwaite, Cartwright, and Dupree are all somewhere in the chamber. Basically, Dupree is setting up the next ascent to go back to the main chamber, uh, and everyone else climbed ahead of you. Oh. Uh, can I have a linguistics role, Doctor Alvarado? Oh, that's probably good. Let's see. Yeah, I got a 40. What did we decide to do for linguistics? Oh, well, um, I guess we decided to wedge you for you, since you have a bunch of languages, but your field is linguistics, so we're doing no roles. Yeah, well, 40 is good. Yeah, it's a regular. Yeah. So uh, obviously, it's very hard to know. Um, I mean, they're, they're ongoing arguments about how to pronounce languages that right. don't have vowels written in them and very ancient things. What's clear to you is that he's calling out in ancient Phoenician. So it sounds a little Greek, but it's it's a Greek. little guttural, it's a little Hebraic. It's got, you know, it's it's a little, you know, there's ka and ba a lot. Right. And 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 he's ignoring you. Do um, do I recognize any of the words? Um, or can I guess? You, what you would? It, it, it's you know it's again there because there's all this other sound, uh -huh. and because he's facing away in a stone place. It's really what you what you recognize is uh, a rhythm. It sounds like he's singing the Odyssey or he's calling Gilgamesh. It's a it's a it's a mm -hmm. it's a song poem structure. Something that he must have learned a long time ago. At least it's my my thoughts. Um it's a little bit repetitious. It's a little bit sing-songy. A professor, and I'll, you know, tap him on the leg. Uh, Elihu, Eli, Elihu, I think we're 
the professor is something's wrong. I'm gonna you... plug my ears with cotton and take my pistol out. <clears throat> no, I was wanting you to climb up here with me and see if we can get him down. Yeah. I'll go up there. Uh, we'll have another uh, round of listen, and uh, Spencer Blackwell can be included this time. Awesome. Oh, that cut time I got 24. Uh, oh, 04, extreme. Mm -hmm. uh, hard. Wow, people did a lot better. I got exactly 20, so hard as well. All right, so there's a sound that is reverberating in this cavern and it's a little bit like the ocean and it's a little bit like uh when your say grandmother's stew was very thick and it'd boil and there's that yeah that's thick that viscous popping sound mm. um and it's and also a rumble, and it's not like the, not the same as the rumble of the tembler, but you but you can feel it. There's a bass note in it, like every like it's 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 roaring and it's rushing and it's blorping and it's big. And I like the descriptor of blorping. <laughs> uh and Meissner turns around at the at the entrance of this cave, you know, tallish, thin, the side of the egg. And he says with his hands out, The mother is free. And he's hit from behind by a thick gray-blue fluid that sort of splashes around his body and and up the side of the cavern wall. And waves of it ripple over his body. And he looks ecstatic until he looks to be in profound agony and he starts screaming out and writhing and a, a, a tongue of this gray blue fluid comes through his mouth and waves in the air and smaller rivulets of it come out through his where his eyes were and he writhes for a moment and the sort of ocean of viscous matter recedes back into the cave except for a minute you see his skeleton covered with this blue viscous matter sort of hesitating on the lip of the cave wall and then the fluid rushes away back against toward the body of that mass and his bones clatter 
to the stone floor. Some of them fall down toward you. Some of them roll back into the cave entrance, which I think is cause for our sanity wall. Yeah. And moments before, well, when he was hit, I probably let go and just fell. Yeah. The rest of the way down to the ground. Yeah, you might have taken a good bump. So, oh. Now, did I, so, I heard this, but I didn't see this. Right. Yeah. Okay. You heard it. I think you're I think you're immune to the sand roll. Okay. Um, I passed how much for her pass? To about to write this down. This just became the Alvarado expedition. <laughs> what expedition? The Alvarado expedition. <laughs> <laughs> No, how much for a fail? I mean, for a pass? Uh, a pass is... Uh, a pass is one. A fail is 1d8. One. So, it's danger in River City. Yes, because I was so close, I'll take two. Just That's fair. Seven. I failed, but only lost three. Good call. Yeah, I think that's fair, Alvarado. You, after all, saw... I saw you know, it. You it saw is. his tongue being replaced by a different kind of tongue. You were right there. Uh, Dupree, I'm sorry, how did it go for you? I passed. Oh, you passed. You callous people. I was far enough ahead. Maybe I only caught like a glimpse of it. Well, it's it. true. You had your back to the... And it's kind of dark, yeah. yeah uh, I took one hit point of damage for rolling back, rolling down onto the ground. That's fair, too. Uh, I, I scream out, dear God. As, What's uh, going on? What happened? And I'm I'm crawling backwards away from the, the cliff. We need to get out of here now. That's what I'm trying to do. But I'll do it with more haste. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, uh, Meissner is gone. I'm just going to say, Paul oh, always said, save one bullet for yourself. And I'll put the gun to my head slowly. Oh, jeez. Oh, I got a seven damage. Oh, you took seven? Yeah. Oh. And I passed my uh, int roll. Oh. Uh, all right. Um, the, I, I accept your uh, approach. Does anybody want to try to stop Elihu from... Yes. I'll... Disturbing this monument. Try and grab him. <laughs> Uh, if Fisher and Alvarado are both yeah, going to try to interrupt yeah. this yeah. event, then uh, I guess we can do an opposed brawl, but you guys can take a... Whoever's got the better brawl can take a bonus die. Uh, 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 yeah, I failed. My brawl's only <laughs> 25. Uh, same for me, so go for it. Yeah, but Oathwhite failed, so between the two of you, you're able to... I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's... He's We're making a gesture of despair, but he's not fighting back. Exactly. We're right. We're struggling. Oh, with We're, We're shouting. It is accomplished. <laughs> it is accomplished. Elihu, I didn't get a picture. We can't know. Like, a, no. like mm -hmm. a, a jellyfish or a, 
a slug. We need to go now. There's something. I'm working as soon as as soon as you all started freaking out, I started getting right back to work. Because <laughs> I still don't really understand what happened. And actually, your word for it. As you're as you're expanding, I mean, where's Roland? You can try to climb up a roll, a row. Yeah, right. You were just trying to make it yeah. easier for them. And as you're and you made some progress before this happened, and Black Bull's going to show up and be able to help tug people up. Or yeah. whatever else is necessary. So, what, what in the blazes happened? Where's get us the fuck out of here? <laughs> I what don't know. I don't road? know. They said something happened to Meissner. Let's go. Just, just go. We'll go, go, go. What? Wait, we're just leaving him down here. Yes, yep. he's not down uh, here anymore. Uh, all right, you have to explain that one. But <laughs> he's been taken by he's the been, mother. He's been dissolved uh, by a jellyfish. What? Uh okay. I uh, questions later. Out now. <laughs> so okay. Uh, I guess well, you guys hustle. Uh, you know, Blackwell's strength gets you out of that pit. The rest of the uh ascension is trivially difficult. Are you going to leave any lamps behind? Or are you going to take them all back with you? I'm not stopping to grab any damn lamps. <laughs> yeah, that... Straight. Okay. Uh, they'll burn out after all. Uh, you uh, pick up the the base camp team and crawl out into the Taliot, and the sky is a beautiful near violet as the sun is setting. Um, you know, but you can't see it from the base of a, a, a you know a stone tube. Um, and, uh, at the outside world, things look normal. They don't smell like burning oil or damp cave or dry cave or metallic slime. A slug or a jellyfish or, or some sort of sea creature, like a, a huge, horrible amoeba. Uh, it, you heard it. You heard it in the tunnels. It was, it was coming, and then it took the professor and dissolved him. All that was left was bones. Uh, okay, so it wasn't like you know, the roof split open and he was doused with acid. Something ate him. I'm I'm going to grab Blackwell by the shoulders and say, Oh, jeez, like a jellyfish, like. Like a slug, it Ooh, enveloped like him. It, it wrapped itself around him, and he's disintegrated in front of my face. And all that was left was bones. They clattered to the ground. Okay. It's an uh, animal, an animal of some kind that we've not seen. Hmm. It explains all of the bits of metal. That we found that the pocket watch, the pocket watch, the Spencer, acid. It, uh, psychology isn't your strong suit. Uh, no, I mean, I can five shell shocked looking people. Why don't you try to roll psychology with a bonus? Okay, um, please remind me a bonus is just an additional, additional yeah. 10. Okay, yep. uh, oh, um. 
I oh, I'd have to roll another ten to clench this. No, uh, I got a eighteen total out of ten. Unfortunately. Okay. Well, you know, here's the thing: you don't know what's going on, or whether there there's some gas down there, right? Or somebody did something. What you do know is that you've seen people who are oh, in uh, shock after combat of some Eli, kind. Eli brings up a good point. Um, I do have the luck to spend. Are you okay if I spend the eight points? Of course. Uh, then, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and nuke the uh, the eight points off my luck. Because um, I think getting a hold of everyone's a bit more important at the moment. Good. So uh, there are two things. First of all, you realize that these are not these are there wasn't a pocket of laughing gas and they're not and they're talking about something that really happened, or right. at least the best of their knowledge. And secondly, you are aware you you have a sense of how to respond to them in crisis, mm -hmm. which it's it's only Outhwaite that needs intervention. But you know what to do to get him grounded again so that he doesn't, I mean, probably Fisher and Alvarado told you about the incident. Right. And so you're going to, you're going to address that. How, how do you want to, how do you want to uh, fix Elthwaite's uh, event? Where is he, uh, where is he keeping that pistol, like that revolver? They took it away from him. We took it away from oh, him. Oh, okay. yeah, I would have just dropped it. They they got it. He didn't struggle when they wrestled it away. And then you treated it as a totally vac. And Andrews was the last one out. He, right. He, he doused things. And you guys got out of the tele out and back to base camp. And, you know, Ramirez and Hugh are like looking at you all. Okay. Ah, oh, humorous. Like the bone. So many bones. He needs to be sedated. Um, He's had a terrible shock. Do we have any, like, whiskey on hand? It's 1925. You're in Europe. You have a number of spirits available. Well, I was going to say, yeah. we're, we're in the Mediterranean. We should be up to our eyeballs in available wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him a glass of that and just have him sort of focus on his breathing um, to bring his heart rate down. I mean, I know that it's very difficult once you've just had a mental break, but um, I think that's what I'm going to start with. Uh, I'm not looking to get him hammered. I'm not using to use alcohol as a crutch to get him through it. I just, you know, the uh, the steadying of the nerves effect is what I'm looking for out of that. Um, and sort of just reminding him we're on, we're on the surface. There's nothing around here that is currently... Uh, a threat. It's just us. Um, you know, I know that you saw some some things, and we will talk about those when you are ready. But uh, for the moment, I just need you to uh, to pull yourself together. Oh, it was like this wine. It's sloshed, and I'll drink the wine. Okay, and I'm going to gonna... take the glass from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that um, Elihu, you're going to you're going to recover a sand because of the thoughtful treatment that Blackwell gave you. 
Uh, but and also Blackwell's gonna not really let you out of his sight until you show up until your eyes focus Refocus. properly again. Which might even mean, you know, we'll see, but might mean that you have some sort of overnight and you're obviously not gonna be armed until Well, we gotta make sure he doesn't hang himself in the tent. I mean I mean he can't hang himself it would be a real trip to hang himself in the tent, but that is yeah, that's just fair. collapse, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't, um, I hadn't fully thought that statement through before I said it. He definitely, you know, it is. It, there, there are ways you can get hurt whether you're not, you know. So, you can, so you're gonna, he's going to be under watch. But, but his condition does notably improve because okay. he was in shock. Yeah, I'm calm now. I'm calmer. Yeah, uh, and and uh, the graduate students have um, started uh, dinner prep, and it's a really lovely evening outside. And it and and you're aware of of outside like the cave wasn't scary until it was scary, right. but it was a cave, and now you feel like a little exposed, but also just open, like not under right. all that. Right. Uh, we we have escaped the confines of the bowels of the earth, as it were. You you really feel conscious of like a slight evening breeze and how natural it is as opposed to being in the bowels of the earth. Um, I does anybody have first aid other than Engineer Dupree? Uh, I also have first aid. Uh, I had put a number of uh, I put ten points into it, so I'm at about forty. I've just got thirty. So both Althwaite's and Alvarado's hands, they look like they got burned a day ago, and it was a pretty good burn. And it's obviously topical. Right. You know, it's much more like Althwaite's hand is worse than Alvarado's because he picked up a more substantial object and touched it more than picking up a coin, which is basically three fingertips. Right. Um, once, once we are out of the cave, however, and back to the camp, I'm not doing. I'm I'm going straight to Meisner's tent, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, my concern is to get his lexicon of Phoenician and his notes, and begin immediately and his notes, and immediately begin translating the uh, the Phoenician stone. Uh, I'm shaking, of course, because of what I saw, but I'm trying to rationalize it. It's some animal. That came up from the ocean. I mean, what do we know? You know, some sort of sea anemone thing. Uh, but it's obviously been doing this to other people who got too far in that cave. Um, in which case, it's an animal that we can eventually kill and still have the scientific discovery and everything. But right now, I want to know what's on that stone. Probably a warning. <laughs> and I will. I will say. Um... To that end, you you don't need to roll for this. As a linguist, you probably did at least a normal biology course on in the course of your education. Yeah, yeah. And I, one of the animals you mentioned, you mentioned several oceanic animals. You know, for example, that most of the inside of a starfish is just digestive matter. Right. Just it's just this these sacks of that have enzymes that are. And since you saw something that you can't explain, yeah, 
but it's a little like that, you know, obviously different and terrible. But, but I've seen seeing enemies on the beach. They're everywhere. Right? Um, but with the the damp conditions and the amount of uh I was gonna say that my experience on the front with all sorts of wood reinforcing, would I know what a like a dog vomit slime mold would be? Because I'm not experienced with sea creatures, but that's kind of what they're describing makes me think of that. Yeah. You know, you might not know it as that. Right. I'm I'm not sure what the I don't think slime mold as a word, for example, had been coined yet, but right. I mean, but, but it was yeah. around. Right, <laughs> there, there are was, things that are that there are living things that kind of dissolve things, and they're terrifying. Right, icky, like amoebas. Except, yeah, not that, you know, huh. not a, not at our scale. Uh, yeah, and science is not uh, not one of my strong suits. Um, so, Doctor Alvarado is going straight to Meissner's tent to uh, to look for notes and his lexicons. This start to decipher i'm going to get him uh also a glass of wine and just keep an eye on him i know he was rather uh panicked initially and um, i just want to make sure that he's okay but like obviously nowhere near where eli was no i'm not okay i just saw uh professor meisner dissolved in front of my face but i'm i'm not i'm not irrational Okay. Presumably, will... this means that Outhwaite's in charge of this project now. Since Meissner's assistant is missing, and he's the archaeologist. However, he's also not Compass Mentis, so there might be a conversation about that. What does everyone else want to do while... Spencer, you're going to accompany Alvarado to make sure that... You... Is that how you're keeping an eye on him? But you're keeping an eye on Outhwaite? How are you going to divide this up? I want. I also want. To, I want to grab. What's his name? Uh, the uh, uh, Hugh. Because he was working with the professor, so he might know some linguistics as well. If he doesn't, then. Yeah, Hugh. Hugh can be of assistance. Of course, maybe uh, after dinner, if he's getting dinner ready. Right. Um. I'm basically after everyone's kind of kind of settled and we've got someone watching Eli. I'd like to just almost be laser focused on that uh, uh, the temple, the uh, Talio. Uh, Talio. There we go. Like f focusing on making sure that nothing creepy comes like, is coming out of it. Mm -hmm. Mr. Fisher, Mr. Cartwright, Mr. Dupree. Have a. I'm going to go talk with Blackwell once he's positioned himself outside of the Taliote. Mr. Blackwell. Hi. I don't know what what was what happened in there. I was not witness to it. Um, I don't know if they've all gone mad. Clearly, Meisner didn't come out with us. Something killed him in there. I don't know why we haven't radioed for a boat to come and take us all back. I don't know why they're even contemplating going back in there. I, you have an excellent point. I had 
sorry, I got caught up in the emergency. No, that's an excellent idea. Get on the radio. Uh, this is this expedition's over, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you can't let them go back in there, Mister Blackwell. It would be a suicide. I mean, um, I, you'll have to forgive me. Um, who is going back in there? I know Eli's not. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe, and maybe they aren't. Maybe they aren't. I, okay. I, if I had any suspicions, I'd say Alvarado might. I think he's now the lead of this expedition, right? And he's delved into Meisner's notes. From an I would just say be cautious. Stand, from an academic standpoint, probably, but um, no, I think you were right. We uh, we definitely should not go back down there. Um, what if what do you think that there's some creature that's in there that killed meisner that could have been coming out at night and killing some of the others that have gone missing we think i'm mean, klein klein schmitz he has to be dead but the others well i don't know about coming out from the story you just told me this thing ate all but the mineral content of Meissner, right? Like his bones and yes. stuff. I, that's what they said. I didn't see any of it. Um, if that's the case, I'd have expected to have found uh, the remains of our missing compatriots on the surface. Um, that's true. I, I'm wondering if it's a case, and obviously I have no way to prove this. I didn't see what you guys saw. Uh, I just heard the screaming, but... Uh, I mean, but I'm wondering if it's a case of maybe we just don't go in to this thing's territory and it will leave us alone. It, it's entirely possible. I am not going to stake my life on that theory, which is <laughs> why I'm posted up here. But um, none of the lo yeah. you went into town the other day, didn't you? Or was that Alvarado? That was Alvarado. But I did okay, speak never with, mind. The, with the priest. I was going to um, ask if the none of the locals mentioned the people that were a part of this expedition. Seeing not, them, not specifically. No. A couple of people have been by to gawk, but um, right. You know, the priest invited us to a festival of all things tomorrow. What does what does it sell? Some religious thing, I suppose. I don't. Yes, it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, DM, but it was it was a mother mary sort of themed festival correct mm. two uh two points one is that um the uh father ruben did mention that there had been some bad blood after uh copper and the and the cook passed through town right sorry so they they, they did they were mentioned passing and yeah the, the the evening after next there is some local religious best and the yeah he's at the dama sagrada church so everything is a little bit mary centric right um so i will mention uh sorry i'll have to advise uh, revise my story that um after uh copper and the cook passed through town there were some problems but it seems to have calmed down and uh, not tomorrow night but the day after tomorrow right. or evening after tomorrow uh, look, uh, Miss, Miss. Do you Dupree, think all of I'm the not... sabotage? Do you think all of this sabotage is the locals trying to prevent us from even getting in there? 
Do you think maybe they know what's in there? Mr. Priya, I'm not a smart man. Uh, I, I'm a capable or was a capable NCO. But um, if I had to hazard a guess, uh, something tells me that you don't build um, multiple generations of folklore around a location uh, without there being a reason for that. Um, right. I think this is an well, excellent question for Dr. Alvarado. Uh, maybe Althwaite, if he's feeling up for the discussion. Yes, I, he seemed very unwell. You didn't. It was terrible. I, well, speaking with you has at least calmed my mind. I'm going to go radio the boat. I'm assuming it'll probably take them a day or two to get to us anyway. It's good to have them on the way. Yes, I think that's an excellent idea. Um, I don't want to be here anymore, and I doubt that you want to stay. I quite so, agree. <laughs> uh, I believe it is time to go. Um, we have overstayed our welcome, and the wildlife is getting ornery. So, uh, yes, I think that's an excellent idea. Um, who's watching Eli? Uh -oh. I'm going to go check on Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mistress Fisher and Cartwright, how have you, with your, you know, shaky knees? I think after pacing around the camp a little bit, uh, go up and Fisher, the, the picture that, that you took. Uh, oh, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Does it, looking at it in a new light, does it look like what we saw or potentially like what we saw? the blue yeah is it a similar blue sure <laughs> i mean it's not the lighting situation yeah. is very different um but you know bluish is is much bluer than you're accustomed to seeing in that in the context of a whatever that was Either of those things. Roland, I think um, I don't think we should be in this camp tonight. Okay. I don't think either that or we need to shut all the tunnels, including the Nevada. And uh, does the does the uh, Tala is there? We didn't look. Is there an opening near there? And you can see he's got like a, a notebook. He started to kind of like diagram out almost like a crude map but then also just discussing like uh, trying to figure out like how would you even feed something like this like there's questions like that from a, a thing like do the locals know and he's he's kind of uh, conspiracy theorizing uh, theorizing it's, uh, I you, you may I didn't think about that what what if there are not not only in the um the nevada or the uh, the the tally out you know what if there are other entrances right. for this thing around us yeah because uh, that tunnel we went in it, it continued and it got too narrow but that doesn't mean it doesn't surface somewhere and i think i think you're you and i are on the same page i think it extruded itself into that room mm-hmm that that would make sense. I I still don't know what I saw. I I don't understand it. But whatever it was, it yeah. 
like a, a mimic hunt. I mean, I would love to take a photograph, but I I'm I don't want to get dissolved. I am not equipped for a wildlife hunt like this. So, are you saying that we need to leave tonight, or if we don't leave tonight, we have to maybe block all the entrances? And I don't even know if we can. We don't even know where they all are. Uh, good point. Um, well, yeah, I um, I don't know, but I think we need to. Do I think we need to? You know, at least tell the others because if we're going to block that those holes we can't do that by ourselves it's yeah. there's just too much work great that's uh who would be most receptive to this do you think um i i think i don't know maybe lillian if nothing else we're going to need her help to figure out how to yes that's true whatever cover it enough She's got the brains to actually shut down these rocks as opposed to just hurling little pebbles at them. Yeah. Lillian, a moment. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, would you uh, roll luck, please? Oh, 51. My luck is 50. Mm. <laughs> Uh, isn't that just the way? Well, uh, in a Can way... I spend sanity, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I kind of like that as a mechanic. <laughs> you tried to decipher some ancient text that may be sanity-shattering? Uh, no, I was... Uh, so, you're not entirely surprised when you poke your head into uh, Dr. Professor Meissner's tent mm -hmm that it's not in order right instead of you know everyone's got like one lamp and one little bureau and one trunk and one cot he's got notes in books and clothing and forks and stones and it's it's really chaotic so you're looking for his lexicography lexicons that will help you translate this. It, it turns out to be a mess. Okay. Um, yes, most likely because Kleinschmidt's missing. Kleinschmidt would have been the one that cleaned up all of this mess. Don't have an assistant. Uh, would you, so let's try a spot hidden. Okay. Oh, 55. What's my spot hidden? 45. I'll spend 10 luck then. Digging the hole deeper. Yeah. That's what we do here. <laughs> so, you know, he's got papers and he, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a thin sort of mattressy thing on the cot and it'll have the fountain pen on it and it's this giant pool of red ink. Yeah. You know, and under his pillow, there's, uh, oh, roll luck again, please. Oh, uh, that is a thirty-eight. So that is a that is a, still a pass. Good, uh, you because you would have hurt yourself. There's a there's a black stone dagger 
under his pillow. Like obsidian black? Like obsidian black. Uh, what's this? Professor, professor. And you touch the, the side, you touch the handle. If you'd, if you'd been four inches to the left, you would have shoved your finger into that blade. And um, So I think I'm going to just start to do a, I figure I can't begin work on this until I organize. So anything that's made of paper or book, I'm just going to pick it up, collect it, put it into a pile on his little desk, and then I will systematically go through it later. Uh, and I will start putting things in his room into their proper place. And then I will begin to work. But I'll probably get hungry first. Well, but you did also enlist Hugh's assistance. Oh, that's that's correct. Uh, and probably actually on Armira's kin too, because, you right. know, they're not really going to make dinner. They were like chopping onions and uh, cleaning stuff. They're, they're not. You know, um, it might fall to Anders to actually make a stew because that's what they've been getting by with. So half an hour of plotting and planning for this rest of you and organizing in the tent. Uh, and uh, Hugh stands up uh, with a bit of a, oh, what's this? And he's got a little leather bound journal in his hand, and he says, "This is, I said, this is uh, this was Kleinschmidt's Kleinschmidt's journal. It shouldn't well, be. He, it shouldn't be in here. Well, let's uh, let's set it over here. Um, you get a small basin of water. We need to wash this acidic substance off of the objects that we've brought from the." The place. Um, yes, why would Kleinschmidt's journal be in here? Perhaps the professor simply collected it. Uh, as soon as we, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's get everything organized. Uh, we'll go get something to eat and then we'll come back and we will spend some hours going through it, all of the paperwork of the journal. And, uh, See if you can make out the inscriptions on the coin. I'm so my adrenaline is very high right now. But uh, that uh, thing, whatever it was, I imagine we can drive it back with fire. Can you not uh, hear me? Oh no! I, uh, no, oh, he, you were just acting. Was, yeah. <laughs> Hugh's not entirely sure that the very minor tremor he felt outside is could possibly be what you guys are talking about. And all everybody seems a little bit nuts as far as he's concerned. Um, How's he handling the the Meissner's not here? How's he handling that? Question. Uh, he's less surprised that Meissner is gone than he was that other people didn't come back. Because Meissner, and frankly, the fellow was obviously off his, not wearing his bowler in the sun for some time. Uh, he's not, you know, if you didn't, and if you had murdered him in the caves, I wouldn't be 
I'm going to get to go to the cave at some point, right? I'm not going to be stuck outside all day talking to peasants. I hope. Well, yes, you should see the rock and tell me what your opinion is of it. Yeah, but, it's quite. Uh, yeah, and so you see, he was injured, and then something he swallowed him up. You saying like quicksand? And there's a bit of no, that. like uh, is it incredulous? I I I quickly um, I pull out a notepad and I kind of quickly do a a sketch as an impression, which looks kind of like that. Yeah. Wow. As he threw his arms out and suddenly he was hit from behind as if um, a, a mass of mucilage, uh, like a, a sea creature. Uh, it, it flung itself forward and wrapped itself around him and he screamed out in agony and as i illustration watched, does have a little bit of a crucifixiony look about it you yes, almost he threw his hands out like this and he said something about the mother being here i don't know what that means oh well that is consistent yes he has been muttering about motherhood and yeah, origins and birth and things. That's that's consistent with his mania. But so he's in some sort of goop or something. It, it, yes, almost as if somebody had splashed him from behind with a bucket full of goop. Except that the goop wasn't liquid enough. It 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 wrapped like honey. It wrapped itself around him, and I could see him. I could hear him scream, and he screamed. And his flesh dissolved and left the bones there. Uh, you notice the the residue that's on all of these things. Uh, the the, oh. the watch, an acid. Oh yes. Oh, that's what you ordered to wash these things off. Yes, uh -huh. I, I burnt my hand. You see, when oh, I touched it. Oh, that is wrong. Yes. So I I imagine some sort of thing from the sea or or or, or a slug. I there are such things in rainforests, a, a leech perhaps of some kind. Mm -hmm. um, something we've not seen before, something here off the coast perhaps, something that's been here for a long time or at least one of them. There may be whole Good God, whole we'll colonies of them off the coast here. I, I think we'd have heard if they were giant, um, murderous sea anemones. Well, perhaps so those who encounter them aren't so lucky as I was. And we did find quite a bit of traces of, uh, of uh, Kleinschmidt, uh, but all of them with bits and bits of this goo on them. I'm afraid here, Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt. Yeah, I, I think... nose or I mean his notebook is here. It's not um... well let's see what he was planning if he mentions anything about the uh if he mentions anything about the cave, because we suspected he had been there. Um but then I I must insist we get something to eat. I'm I'm quite out of sorts. I admit I've been sort of snacking a bit over the course of the afternoon while 
we were waving up here. So uh, meanwhile, Anna Ramirez has been flipping through Kleinschmidt's journal. And in fact, these are the last few entries that he wrote. Ah, oh, 421. That would be April 21st, I imagine. Um, Miss Secrecy about the blade and idol troubles me. Um, uh, M must be Meisner. Meisner's secrecy about the blade. The idol troubles me. Uh, 423. Meisner's work night works night and day to translate the seal. He needs rest. I think we're implying that he's known more about what's going on than he's let on for us. 424. Progress on the Phoenician improving by god may 2nd meisner blames native interference for the destruction but i'm unconvinced copper agree oh copper i forget copper was the fellow copper agrees and plans to go for help uh may 4th uh copper has not returned did he betray us so Meisner found something, this knife here, perhaps. Um, I will use my handkerchief to uh, pick it up uh, and examine it more closely. Does it look um, uh, prehistoric? Um, or is there some fashioning on it that makes it look more modern? It, it doesn't... Um... You're not, after all, uh, expert in archaeology. No, but, but I, I do actually have 36 in archaeology. Let's start there. That's great. <laughs> uh, 53, no. Fair enough. I You're not an expert in archaeology. But what you can say is, if it fits into a, a recognized type, it's not a type you recognize. Right. Uh, it is... It is uh, perilously sharp on two sides, and not not dull. It's it's a chipped weapon, right? Right. Appears to be so. the The sides are not safe, and the two edges are perilously sharp. The handle itself is um, rougher, as if it were worked with sand or something, so that it was easier to grip. But it's it's not. There's no hilt. It's just a handle and a and a wicked blade. All a single piece of stone. One one piece of stone. Oh, so it must be. I, I I will just my character will guess that it is quite old, quite primitive. Uh, perhaps pre pre Columbia. I don't know. I don't know what the terminology would be, but before most civilizations, maybe Phoenician, but probably older than Phoenician. No inscription of any kind of scratches on it that would indicate wounds uh, or... You know, perhaps with full sunlight or more study or specific knowledge, it'll... It doesn't... It, it's not it, It's not as though there are letters carved into the hilt or anything like that. And he says an idol... Uh, have we run across anything like that? Uh, 
Let's take a look around again. Anything hidden under the bed or in the in the hour that you and the two graduate students have been rummaging through Meissner's stuff, you have found two uh one hardbound and one's one paper collected uh lexicon for Phoenician. You haven't found anything yet you'd call an idol. I think that we should take a break. Let's go talk to the others. Let's see what's for dinner. Then we can continue after that. I'm really curious what the Phoenician on the stone said. Um, I don't think that we'll have pictures for a bit, but uh, if uh, if people are willing, I think that fire should uh, frighten away any kind of animal, don't you think? Um, we should be able to regain that position and uh, take more photos. Uh, one wouldn't want to get dissolved. Horrible way to die. I think it's just hitting me how horrible that was. Um, so you, uh, you, you, and the graduate students come out. Um, uh, there's been progress made on dinner. Uh, there's a, a a third pot of coffee on because people have needed it. Um, we need to talk about how we're going to, whether there's going to be a watch again tonight. Uh, some people want to flee immediately. Oh, and uh, Ms. Dupree, you um, radioed the Lenora directly. Mm -hmm. um, they're not going to be moving for three days. It's and they're um, repairs. about a day away around the coast. They're, they don't have a lot of money and welding you know, hoisting, welding, like it was a pretty bad gash. Um, could they, um, could they send another boat? Like, could they, like, we'll pay, just could they, like, maybe hire on another boat to come and retrieve us and bring you us? You have a, you, you secondarily radio back to the Spanish mainland to talk to the university that was in touch with the University of England that helped facilitate this. And they can send a smaller boat in a day or two, unless there's an emergency, they say. And if there's an emergency, you can just leave. You can go back to, there. you know, there's the road south, the Bastajos, the town where previous members got mules and went. You know, I see. Back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, okay. there's, a, there's, a, there's a track northern where it's a longer walk to another village. Uh, that's but, fair. I was thinking like getting off this island, but that's fair. Okay. Does does Menorca have a capital? It has two major cities. Uh, they're both there, and they're really at both ends. Uh, uh, Mejon, Mao is quite far away. The one that's closer to you is a couple of days with a mule, and the main road is farther south than the village that you're north of. It's not. It's not modern. Right. So I, uh, I uh, come into the tent. Are, are the others here? People are. Yeah. I mean, the the meal area is like it's not wall tent. It's like covered area. Right. With some torches to keep to reduce the bugs and so on. Open. So, so I'm afraid Meisner has been misleading us. Um, 
uh, there are indications we found we found Kleinschmidt's journal. There are indications in the journal that the professor was already aware of some of the things in the caves that he was uh, in possession of uh, a, a knife. I'll show it to you later. Uh, uh, one that must be uh, pre, uh, pre, possibly pre-Egyptian. Um, very old. Uh, he talks about an idol. And uh, I don't know. There's there's some indication that he's got more going on here. Uh, we haven't gone through his all of his papers yet. They were completely disorganized. Um, not unlike a professor, to be quite messy. Um, Kleinschmidt. May I Klein, see that journal? Oh, quick? it is back in the tent. We're going to go over it. We just wanted to get something to eat. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's right inside. It's brown. Yeah. Uh, it has a K on the front of it. Um, <laughs> uh, but he seemed to indicate that uh, copper, uh, copper went in to to get help. They felt that the professor had, um, you know, sprung a leak or cracked a gasket or, or something. And I'm now inclined to believe that maybe he had. Uh, from his behavior inside the cave, uh, uh, we've we've put together all of his things, uh, but they're more or less in piles. We'll have to go through and look at all of his papers. I'm very curious about the Phoenician, but it took us all this time just to find the the lexicon. Um, so the mystery continues. But he kept talking about some sort of idol that he had. I'm unless I misread what I what he said. I'm less concerned about this idol. Look at the 23rd. He's working to translate the seal. Yeah, the seal. That's another have well that cert I I don't know, but that certainly sounds like what you're thinking of translating, doesn't it? Oh well you think that the, the large stone was the seal. He I... seems so surprised to see it though. The more I, and his stomach gurgles because he hasn't eaten, the more I think about it, the more that cave feels like some sort of creepy digestive system. Uh, Have you noticed how that. smooth the tunnels are? Don't, uh, don't get overly imaginative yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I imagine that a seal is usually a, a seal of some sort. If you're uh, putting something small away. But what if they were putting something large? Well, I was thinking that we could, if if we could engineer it, we could do a little more exploring. If we, um, not to put anyone in danger, but whatever kind of an animal or creature that was, it certainly doesn't like fire. Um, Based on what? On the fact that no animal on the planet likes fire. Uh, fire burns things up. Um, I don't, Doctor. You know, with all due respect, I think you must be mad if you think if you are thinking about going back down there. Well, no, I'm being a scientist. Um, I mean, we've mankind has gone into many dangerous places. We have always conquered and preserved. We have 
if there were monsters, we killed them and we made discoveries and we we aren't afraid. Uh, but we shouldn't be cautious. We should be very careful. We have could all I, the time in the world, don't we? Could I wander in at this point? Yeah. I think I am no. going to wander you're not, in. You're not, you're not locked up. You're just yeah. Watch. <laughs> no one's paying yeah. attention, which we really should be. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> and just tell me, because I learned this in a class last semester. So just tell me if I need to roll for it. But I was working in the Mayan land, so I'm going to come out and just say, "Everybody, I need to tell you what I think is going on here." Oh, Leo, you're you're up. Please sit down, have some food. There are twelve of us here. The twelve apostles, Christ. You can see Spencer in the back, just oh God. <laughs> in in the Mayan land, there is. A character called the Virgin Guadalupe, who is associate, who is Mary, but is associated with Maya blue, a pigment, and the Wheats, which is the mountain. In the mountains, there are some images where she's even like depicted as a mountain. I think we've, we're, uh, this was like a recreation of Jesus. Well, I think the Phoenicians were thousands of years before that. But that matches, no, that matches what Meissner was talking about. Because remember, he was talking about the Blue Mother, and he's talked about the goddess Isis feeding her infant child, right? It was this egg chamber, some sort of womb for a... I mean, it's all mythology, but it's... Could they have some creature in there? It would be fascinating to see if all of this correlates to one another, but that would be that would be an earth-shattering discovery for archaeology. I'm sorry, did you say earth-shattering? <laughs> At that moment, there's another thunderous pounding ground stone crunching blast everything shakes uh tent posts fall over stones rock some of the lights go out just from the shaking and that's where we'll end tonight <laughs> our players included max meltzer holly buto gordon lewis Tyler Hudak, Nathan Decker, and myself with David Gasway as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. Support for our show is provided by our patrons who are listed in the closing credits. If you would like to join them, please visit our Patreon page listed in the description or you can use super thanks by hitting the button just below the screen. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Bye.
good gaming.